Good evening, world. This is the podcast, Ask Passenger, host us, Lord Patel. If there's quite the echo you're hearing tonight, it's because uh, it's I'm podcasting from a much more empty room than I usually happen. Trying something different, so to speak. Okay. So we are going to go over infinite possibilities, and yesterday we cracked open chapter five. Gifts from heaven. What are gifts from heaven exactly? Well, Mr. Dooley insists that our intuitive hunches, instincts, and impulses, or our intuitive feelings, those are gifts from heaven because they are a direct link to the divine mind. And we go over lots of, we went over lots of brain activities that you can do to just, you know, extrapolate that out and get you really understanding where he's coming from on that. We went over that yesterday. Questions like, you know, what is the mind? Where is the mind? Does, do you honestly think that when you are recalling the memory, it's because it's been stored somewhere on the molecular cells that you call the brain? Is it? We don't know. So we went over lots of uh, really some serious think yesterday. And just a quick recap, he likes putting these little para reminder paragraphs uh, scattered throughout the book, so. The proof lies in your own unending experiences with direct knowing, your own personal revelations, during which, from one moment to the next, you went from having a question to inexplicably possessing its answer. And we left off yesterday at creativity, our link to divine mind. So we will pop into that today, and we are actually going to crack open on one of the more esoteric concepts, and that is the idea of channeling and automatic writing. Except here we're not uh, seancing a ghost, so to speak. We are channeling our higher self. Very interesting stuff. So we will crack into that today. Before I get any further, my shout out to the restaurant industry, all my guys and gals out there in Foodland. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for all you've done. Thank you for all your sacrifices. All the late nights. All the toxic coping behaviors. Because we all have all of them, don't we? Thank you for all you do. And if you're feeling overwhelmed and too stressed out, please don't do something you can't take back. Don't quit. Don't quit. Alright. Creativity. Our link to divine mind. Creative thinking comes from a person's ability to suspend his or her reliance on rational thinking, or the methodical brain, and dip directly into divine intelligence. We are all highly creative, actually, yet we don't, excuse me, yet we often don't allow our own creativity to flow 
because of the limiting beliefs we possess. Being creative is like a birthing process, where in the twinkling of an eye, what has never existed suddenly comes to life. Added to divine mind or divine intelligence for all others to reach eternally. When mom, my brother Andy, and I were just a few years into the t-shirt business, our sales reps and wholesale customers told us that we needed to add a dolphin design to our repertoire. So we did, and it bombed. We tried again. Sorry, I paused momentarily so that the, uh, give whatever dog was barking in the background a chance to finish up. So. We left off at Dolphin. We decided to add a Dolphin to our repertoire. So we did. And it popped. We tried again. The second time around, the art was gorgeous. But the poem we chose to add to it was pretty pathetic. Andy wrote the first half. The deep blue sea spoke to me. It was holding back a mystery. A Dolphin took me by the hand. It wanted me to understand. But then the rest of the poem really fizzled. We had some deadlines and commitments to make with the new design, and we almost released it with the weak second stanza. But before leaving the office that day, I just felt from the core of my being that this shirt would also bomb if we didn't improve the poem. Not having anyone else to write it, I decided I'd have a go at it. And for reasons I still can't explain, I just knew I could write something better. Within an hour, I was done. And no one was more shocked than I, despite my initial confidence, with how nicely it turned out. That in this life there's more to behold than bags of money and pots of gold. Believe in yourself and you will see how happy and free you were meant to be. I know it's a little cheesy, but it's also succinct with a powerful rhyming message. I had known I could do it, but I didn't know how I would pull it off or what poem would say. Focus, intention, and expectation. Demonstrated by my taking action, simply putting pencil to paper and beginning. Drew from divine intelligence what is still, to this day, one of the most popular thoughts and t-shirts we've ever offered. Within just a few years, we sold almost 100,000 of them, plus coffee mugs, greeting cards, and more to every corner of the globe. The magic here occurred when I settled on the effects of the end result, not on my brain's ability to deduce and logically formulate the sentences. I knew my intent, believed it was possible, started to physically write, and then in some magical way, I stepped aside to let the details take care of themselves as I simply held on to the vision of what I wanted to achieve. Creativity is just more evidence that we not only exist beyond our physical selves, but we can draw insights, comprehensions, and solutions from those realms to enhance our time and space adventures. Interesting.
<laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that t-shirt. But that's neat. Hmm. Well, since that's his story, I can't add anything to it. We will continue. So we are now up to channeling and automatic writing. Expressing your higher self. Another example of our innate connection to our higher selves is the unending array of channeled work. I'm referring to people who can induce a trance virtually at will, during which another portion of their being, sometimes even another personality, begins talking through them. Some examples are Jane Roberts, who channeled the Seth material, Jay-Z Knight, who channels Ramtha, Esther Hicks, who channels Abraham. In each of these cases, the dictations for books they published are in such excellent form that the recorded word appear, me, the recorded word appears directly in a bound volume written in one draft. That's impressive. No rough drafts, no re-editing, no going back, one take. Esther Hicks is, um, yeah, it's usually called Esther and Abraham Hicks, Esther Hicks. Uh, you can find her all over YouTube. Not necessarily her, hang on a second. Okay, sorry about that. Not necessarily her specifically, but, um, recordings of the, I'm not even sure you could call them lectures. Events that they did, like the audience was in, was invited to ask them questions, and they will basically Esther will channel Abraham, and there's lots and lots of conversation that happens from those people. So he's into it. That one might be a hurdle you don't necessarily want to get over yet. I don't know, that's a few. That might be too much for some people to contemplate that channeling can happen in the first place and that it's not simply the person um, making stuff up, as it were. However, as he just said, they've dictated for books that they've published in one draft. Take, take what they have said and then evaluate it for yourself. If you find yourself wanting to go look for these people um, that are famous for channeling other supposed entities. And just look over what basically those entities or these people are claiming these entities are actually saying and see if it just clicks. Might sound kooky, might sound weird, but suspend your disbelief just for a moment. Right? And just read the material, or listen to the material if you like, and see if it speaks to you. Alright? Lots of, as they say, truth is stranger than fiction. Nature comes up with some wild stuff that you and I could never figure out on our own. Alright, 
So other people channel by means of what is commonly called automatic writing. Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh and Jonathan Livingston Siegel. Oh, sorry, Jonathan Livingston Siegel by Richard Bach are contemporary examples. Jonathan Livingston Siegel is a title of a book and a person's name. My apologies. The authors claim that they literally felt their pen or pencil begin writing by itself, or that it was as if they were simply taking dictation for a stream of unending words that ran through their minds in perfect order. And again, no significant editing was necessary. The first draft of their books became the final draft. Whether spoken or written, these are both examples of channeled work of our connection with the infinite, and there's no doubt in my mind that every one of us is capable of such communications. In fact, I believe we all partake of this kind of communication unceasingly throughout every day of our lives, not necessarily with other personalities, but instead with greater portions of ourselves, our intuitions and hunches. And while I don't claim to ever have had any kind of channeled experiences like these people have, I still can't help but marvel at the process of creativity, whether writing, thinking, or calculating, often wondering, where does all this stuff come from? He's referring to his stream of consciousness. consciousness. Where does it all come from? Given that we're all physical creatures and that thought simply cannot be a product of the brain, but rather is processed by it, doesn't it make sense that every thought we've ever entertained has been channeled to some degree from our spiritual selves through our physical selves? And while our words are spoken physically, I'm sure you'll agree that the ideas they convey aren't formulated by our mouths and tongues. Our bodies are just the apparatus that deliver the goods, quote unquote, which originated from points beyond. We are all channels, and our physical bodies simply translate our spiritual energies, excuse me, translate our spiritual energies out to a physical world, which, again, is made possible because of our divine connection to the infinite. Oh goodness, okay, so, Of course, that goes back to the earlier question that we were going over, right? Where is the mind? What is the thought? The thought has presence, but it doesn't have mass, or at least it doesn't have physical mass, because yet it takes up space, and yet it can create things. It is creation, because the thought did not exist before the thought existed. Oh, yeah, then we get mind-bending. Right? So, when he sits there and says, where does all this stuff come from. And we went over yesterday and I had that addendum before we even got to this part today. Alright. Thought simply cannot be a product of the brain, but rather is processed by it. And we discussed how that's literally right and the brain is either projecting the mind as a holographic computer or it's simply processing information that it gets from the 
divine mind we're all connected to, which is odd because every person has a mind that you can map that is different from someone else's mind. So it gets all very wonderfully complex and confusing and fantastic. Mm. Ooh, oh, makes your head hurt. Okay. Now I want to throw out a little caution when it comes to channeled material. Just because this information comes from outside time and space, which is actually true of all information, doesn't mean that it's always accurate, useful, or even helpful. I've read some channeled material that was very base, degrading, and negative. So each of us must discern the truth for ourselves. We have to be our own guides to what is useful or bunk, and the best way to do this is to follow our own feelings. If any information, channeled or not, including my own words here, rubs you the wrong way or doesn't feel right, then let it go. You have to be your own moderator and filter to all the information that's out there, no matter what its source. While not all the channeled material out there is necessarily helpful, its occurrence does evidence greater realms beyond time and space, and it demonstrates that knowledge doesn't have to come from time and space events alone, as we've erroneously been taught. We do not have to exclusively use logic to figure out the tasks and challenges before us. By adding to the mix our own hunches, intuition, creativity, and instincts, our feelings, these gifts from divine mind, we can better approach our challenges, calming troubled waters, easing anxious minds, and giving birth to insights and creations that have never before existed. By letting down our guard and using these gifts, we can consider the life before us with a much broader and more complete picture than logic could ever muster up. And we will come back tomorrow at Let Your Burning Desires Set the World on Fire. I do believe that is the title to the song. Or at least one of the uh, stanzas. Okay, so. Did not expect that we were going to go over channeling in this book. I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think we were going to go over that one. That's an interesting addition that he put in there. But he does make a good point. So conversations with God, Neil Donald Walsh, obviously sold millions of copies. I had not heard of Jonathan Livingston Seagull by Richard Bach. I'm going to have to go look that up now. But he makes a very good point. Alright, if the information is not stored on our brain, and instead we are essentially downloading it from a cloud, just a really, really big cloud, um, to put it in common vernacular, then we're all channeling to a degree, if you would hold to that theory. So there's a fun little activity you can do. Sit down with a piece of paper and a pen in front of you. Close your eyes and just ask whatever question you want. 
Write down the answer that comes to you. Suspend your disbelief just a little bit. And write down the answer that comes to you. You will be shocked by the answers you get. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> Hold on a second. Alright. Sorry about that. <clears throat> Something caught my throat. Okay. Which, you know, that goes back to what we were discussing earlier is. Now, what is the mind? The mind doesn't actually exist anywhere except in our perception of reality. We have a mind. And yet, the mind does not technically exist in physicality. It is pure energy. The brain exists in physicality, but the mind does not. Okay? The mind does not. A thought does not. And yet, both of these things have mass and volume even though they physically do not have mass and volume. <laughs> sort of like... your email inbox doesn't have physical mass and volume. But you do have a set limit volume for your email inbox, and once too much email has been sent to that inbox, it starts denying other mail to come in. Essentially, it has reached its peak volume. Something like that, but way more complex. And vastly larger. Okay. So tomorrow we will come back at let your burning desire set the world on fire. These are some very good examples we've been going over the last few days, and some really fantastic uh, brain teasers get you to think. Don't be afraid to think. In this social media driven world that we're all in, where everything is a headline catch away. When was the last time he just sat down? Put on some favorite music and just sat and thought and, you know, where does this go? Where does that go? What does this do? Well, if I do this, what happens then? What happens then? Without judgment, without bias, without fear of failure, just sit back and just let your mind run. should go do that tonight. You're smarter than you give yourself credit for. You know you are. Alright. <clears throat> so I'll go ahead and get in a little wiggle and do a little stretch and we will do our two minute brain break.
close your eyes. And let's take a nice, slow, deep breath in. Just let your awareness settle into the space. And just become aware of what's Just be aware. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I hope something happens to you before the end of this week that absolutely shocks you into the biggest smile you've ever seen. Big and bright and genuine and authentic. back here tomorrow with Burning Desire. Ooh. I, I came out wrong. How did he put it? Oh, sorry. Let your burning desire set the world on fire. There, that's That sounds much more appropriate for this podcast. 
Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for listening. I will see you guys tomorrow. This is the podcast. Ask for us. Have a fantastic rest of your night.